The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get in on all of the UFC and boxing action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's the promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We are also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We are also brought to you by Books. Valentine's Day is just around a corner, and if you're not spending it alone like me, you are going to want to check out the Books company. They have you covered with a variety variety of beautifully styled bouquets, sweet treats, plants, gifts, and succulents, with blooms starting at just $39. So go to books.com slash SGP for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash SGP for 25% off. And finally, we are also brought to you by the NBA Frauds Contest on the NBA Odds Pod. We're giving away $1,000 if you're able to identify the frauds for the second half of the NBA season. Just head over to sgpn.io slash NBA Frauds. That's sgpn.io slash NBA Frauds to get yourself involved today. In all of professional sports... No stage is more solitary than the UFC's octagon. For those who set foot on this hallowed canvas, fate is theirs to determine. This man came in with all the hype in the world. Victory, only theirs for the taking. And lives up to it and then some. But for those who consistently come out on top. Drops them. Their shot at a UFC title over time becomes undeniable. Face number one contender, Caitlin Chukaki. These are haymakers! 
who stands confident in the face of an extraordinary challenge. No matter how I need to win, I'm going to find that way, and I'm going to be the UFC champion. I want that title shot now. Step inside the lives of champions and contenders. Stay prepared to make history in Houston, Texas. This is UFC 247. Well, there you have it. You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the sgp network you can follow me on twitter at lockbetting, and don't forget to check out my website lockbetting.com last time out we had a fight show and we covered a ufc card it was the return of conor mcgregor we steered away from the main event and actually made some big plays in the holly home fight which all came through the lock on holly home on points came through plus everything that we parlayed together on that card it was a very successful start to the year for us in the ufc and we look to continue it on here with this card here ufc 247 for me looking at these two main events here on this card i cannot see any of these titles changing no matter how i break it down here with the uh, john jones dominic reyes fight or valentino shevchenko here going up against caitlin chukagan i cannot make a case for the challengers at all i think what people are looking at here is the john jones performance last time out against santos and um whether john jones has um has declined in any way or whether he was complacent going into that fight whether there'll be more complacency here from from john jones i would think it's highly unlikely i think that there may have been complacency yes in the last fight when he took on tiago santos um and and maybe even the one against anthony smith because all throughout 2019 John Jones didn't actually finish anybody. The last time he finished somebody was back at the end of 2018 when he got that um, third-round victory over Alexander Gustafsson, which was a rematch of Jones's um, toughest fight, I would say, to date. Um, probably tougher than, than the more marketable fights that he's had with Daniel Cormier. Everybody looks at those Cormier fights and everybody again wants another one of those Cormier fights but John Jones won those Cormier fights pretty handily and um, his tougher fights have come I would say against um, Ovin St. Prue um, definitely last time against Tiago Santos I think Anthony Smith there was no doubt about the decision really but um, but yeah certainly there's a lot of speculation in terms of is John Jones as great as he was at one point is he the goat or is it anderson silver uh, a lot of questions to be asked but i think what john jones has always done is he's answered those questions and i think it is reaching almost a crescendo where people are looking for jones to come out and get a finish and i think for me that's where the debate really lies in terms of whether john jones is going to finish dominic reyes and um or whether it's going to go the distance and it's weird to talk about it this way when when Reyes is a 12-0 fighter coming into this one. But he's going up here against John Jones, who's who's unbeaten in, in, in his 25 fights. He's had 26 fights, but 
there was a um, a disqualification for a for a kick on a downed opponent, which was stupid. So really, he's an undefeated fighter, and he's probably the greatest fighter to ever live. Now, I think with uh, Anderson Silva, in my opinion, as much as I love Anderson Silva and loved watching him, and he's one of the guys that got me into UFC. Um, you look at you look at his legacy, and it's been somewhat tarnished by by overfighting, much like. Mike Tyson in boxing, where you look at Tyson having those six or seven losses on his record, and Anderson Silva now is is at that double figure mark almost. So it is disappointing to to see fighters carrying on past the sell by that, and it does damage the legacy. Don't, no matter what they did in their prime, when you start seeing all these losses piled on, it does damage him. And I don't think that's going to be the case with John Jones. I think the the next time he loses, he, he probably won't fight again. And obviously, I don't think it will happen this time out. Um, and I can't really see a viable opponent out there. So I think John Jones could could continue winning for the next two, three years until somebody actually steps up. But I think when he does lose, that will be the end of Jones. And I think the same could be said for um, Khabib Namagamadov, who's certainly putting himself in the conversation as well. He's very, very underrated. And the fact that Khabib isn't even discussed in this way when he's just been so, so dominant. I mean, his fights have barely even been close. He's so, so dominant. He destroyed the, the great Conor McGregor. And um, I think... It's quite disrespectful at this point to to not mention Khabib in this in this in this light as well. Maybe because maybe his fights don't draw as big, but I think since the Connor fight, he has been a marketable pay per view attraction. But your mind always goes to Conor McGregor, John Jones, Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar. When you're looking at real big marquee fighters who who sell big fights, and sometimes it doesn't matter so much about the record and the dominance of the victories. It just matters in terms of if they can draw money and what the interest levels is. And a lot of the interest here on John Jones is based on the fact of, uh, based on stuff also that happened outside of the octagon with all the suspensions that he's had, the problems that he's had with cocaine and um, just general reckless behavior. But I think that almost draws people to Jones because I certainly don't think John Jones is a, is a bad guy or perceived as a bad guy in any way. Um, in fact, when he fights Daniel Cormier, who's just a genuinely nice guy and, and probably a decent role model for children, Cormier is booed by the UFC fans who always want John Jones to win those fights. And as I said earlier, John Jones has always delivered on that. So in this situation, I think it's, um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a legacy fight, but we are reaching a point here now where we are looking back to the end of 2018 for a convincing knockout victory. So I think this one does represent an opportunity here for, for John Jones. Um, I think Jones wins this fight everywhere, which is why I'm so convinced that he wins it. In his last fight, I think he was a little bit too inactive. Um, I believe it was a little bit difficult for Jones as well um, because Thiago picked up a little bit of a injury in that and sort of battled for it. So I don't know if, what, if John Jones was weary of whether whether Thiago was playing possum or if he was really that tough and was fighting through it. I think we went on to learn that he was that tough and he was fighting for it. But I don't think Jones quite knew whether to, to stick or twist and probably felt like he was winning the fight anyway. So that was a bit of a difficult one to, to judge by. The Anthony Smith fight, that guy was just a warrior who just took a serious beating at the hands of Jones and still managed to see the see out the 25 minutes. 
Um, I think Jones can can win this fight with, with a smart game plan. Um, the betting line here is obviously warranted. Warranted if he decided he could just dominate this with takedowns. But as I said, I think the finish will be on his mind here. Bearing in mind that there's there's obviously some doubts out there, and, and Jones has always answered those critics. Um, Reyes's path to victory is obviously going to be here with a with a knockout, or um, if Jones is inactive again, then it could come down to a close five round decision. And after 25 minutes, it could be a possibility that that Reyes is is winning the fight um, in terms of striking. But I don't think that Jones is going to let let himself run that risk at all. If we look at the odds on this fight, um, I'm going to go to to one bookie here as opposed to the odds checker site, um, a good UFC bookie, and and get my odds from there. There may be better prices available than this. Sorry, I've gone to the. Uh, to the parlay section here on here, which would be interesting as well. I might look at those in a second. John Jones to win this fight is available at one to four. Dominic Reyes is three to one underdog here. Jones to win via decision is the shortest price here at two to one. It's nine to four via submission and it's 11 to four here via TKO. Um, Dominic Reyes is 12 to 1 to win it on a decision. Obviously, 5 to 1 knockout, as we just mentioned, would be his favorite price. He's not got a submission in him, so that's why that's out at 25 to 1. The first round is the favorite round here for Jones at 92, narrowly shading out the second at 5 to 1. I think that's probably a bad price. I think John Jones is definitely going to have a look at the guy first in typical Jones fashion. I don't think he's going to go for a round one here. I think he likes to see what's in front of him, weigh things up, and, and often lets the uh, the first round kind of slide by. So I think that one um, will, will definitely not be something I'll be betting. I wouldn't be looking at round one, but I might be looking at two or three here. Three's here available, seven to one, nine to one on four, and 12 to one on five. And as I said earlier, it's two to one on points. Reyes' odds are all between 14 to one and 33 to one for him to finish this fight on the rounds with, with round one being the shortest. Um, if we have a look through the over-unders here, which would be interesting, the over 1.5 rounds is available at 4-9. to nine. Now, obviously, that doesn't really represent great odds, but where you're starting to get better odds here is the over 2.5, which is available 8-11. to 11. Now, seeing as John Jones usually lets a full five minutes just pass him by, you're really only trying to navigate the, the second round and then half of the third here, which is a real possibility. It's a real possibility that this fight could get into the championship rounds. I wouldn't like to take the over three and a half here, which is when you start to get plus money, but I do have an interest here and the in the over 2.5 in this fight. Uh, the fight itself is seven to four to go the distance. So you're actually not winning that much more by taking Jones here to win the fight. And uh, I would prefer just to take that bet if I have an inkling that it will go the distance I personally don't I'm quite happy just taking the over 2.5 but if you have an inkling I don't know why you would take two to one when you can on Jones to win it by a decision when you can just take seven to four on the fight to go to a decision because as I said if John Jones is passive again Dominic Reyes will be throwing strikes and there is a possibility that um, he'd be winning a, a striking battle, not necessarily in terms of damage, but in terms of output. But as I said, um, I think the ship has sailed on that. I think John Jones will be aware of the criticism. He'll be aware of what's being said about his last performance and will be looking to look a lot more impressive here. And um, 
I guess the only real question mark, I think the question marks here for me lie in terms of what Dominic Reyes actually represents here as opposed to what John Jones represents. Because I know what John Jones can do in his day, and especially if we put the last performance down to complacency or confusion, we know that John Jones is going to come out here and overcome that. But I guess the X factor here really always lays down, uh, comes down to John Jones's opponents. And I think we get the same quote all of the time from John Jones's opponents as well when they turn around and say, I'm different, I'm different, I'm different. But thus far, nobody has really been that different. I think there is a real interest in um, the Thiago Santos rematch, though, when he is able to come out and recover because he probably was a little bit different in terms of um, the problems that he presented. But I think, again... In typical Jones fashion, if that fight comes round again, I think he'll be able to he'll be able to beat Santos a little bit more comfortably than he did last time. Um, I think John Jones' defense, his um, his defensive boxing, is his biggest weakness, and uh, Reyes does have the power and skills to capitalize and make that interesting. So basically, a puncher's chance here. Um, there's also a case to be made that John Jones isn't the John Jones of old and we've already touched on that that would be I think the main thing but until I actually see it which would be the result which would which the end result would have to equate to him actually losing a fight I wouldn't pick against such a dominant champion um but there's more there's more question marks always about Jones's opponents and there's more question marks here about Reyes um regardless of what you think about John's Jones personally um He's great at adjusting to his opponents and he can even adjust mid-fight. So when I say that he may come out here and have a look at Reyes for the first round, he may even have a look at him for the second round, see what he's got. And um, even if there's any problems that are being presented, no matter what they did in camp, John Jones will find a way to to turn it around. Um, obviously, I think it would be better... If this, um, if Reyes can make this into a good fight, that's not necessarily what we always want when we're betting things. I guess it will depend in, in what bets that we actually do decide to go. If we are going to go with the over 2.5, then obviously we will want Reyes to be competitive here. We don't want him to be completely overawed and outmatched. And I don't think it's going to be that much of a fight just because I don't see a real path to victory here. I don't think Reyes is going to be incompetent in any way and, and, and isn't capable of making this an interesting fight at all. But... As I said, once Jones adapts, worked out what's in front of him, I think he'll be able to solve the problem. And I think the problem, sorry, and I think there will be a finish. And um, it could be, if I was to pick what it would be, I would go for TKO via ground and pound. So again, there may be value there in that 11 to 4. Before we move on to that co-main event, let me take a second out to let you know that mybookie.ag is the place where you can bet on all of the fights tonight here on the UFC 247. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get your extra cash from mybookie.ag, where you bet, win, 
and get paid. Let me also take a few seconds out here to talk about Ace Per Head because Ace Per Head is the place to go if you've ever thought about starting your own sports book but didn't know how. They have top-notch customer support to help you out 24-7 and they offer the sharpest lines in the industry. Ace Per Head also offers a live betting and amazing mobile experience and you can start today with six weeks for free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Also want to take a second here to talk about books because of the time of the year it is and we are approaching valentine's day books are offering an amazing offer here to sgp clients you can get 25 percent off your order from the books company go to books.com slash sgp with the promo code sgp that's books b-o-u-q-s.com slash sgp moving on to the other fight i'm going to look at I'm not going to cover all of the fights here i'm just going to cover the main two to get the rest of my picks subscribe to my website lockbetting.com where um i will be making uh, official picks on this you'll have to upgrade to the appropriate package and then you'll get all of the ufc picks for this card but i'm going to look at valentina shevchenko versus caitlin chuchokan um shevchenko i think is just too good right now this 125 a pound division i think parlaying these two selections is is going to be a certain winner um i don't see any flyweights that can trouble her at the moment and are a huge threat to her title reign but it's just a case of like the jones fight in terms of how shevchenko wins is whether it be the distance or whether it be via a uh, five round decision here it's difficult to see anything here where chukagan is better than um, Shevchenko. I think that she can't outgrapple her. She can't outwrestle her. She can't outstrike her. Um, could she win with volume? Probably not. I think she's trying to, or lately she's been trying to mold herself into more of a puncher. But I think that even would play into Shevchenko's hands because if she was able to land a few a few strikes and... Um, and, and and even if she was be able to hit hard, all this is gonna do is um is see Shevchenko hit her up with a with a body lock and throw her down to the mat and and, and just jump into half guard. So I just cannot see any route to, to victory here for the challenger and as i said um this one i think uh, the, the, the the last fight the x factor remains down on to, to dominic reyes and and i think i give dominic reyes more of a chance than i do here for Kagan. and i think the odds as well are reflective of that because she is a bigger underdog um Valentina Shevchenko here is one to ten and um Chukagan here is available at six to one so that really does show you that this fight is really about how and when Valentina decides to to win this the decision is currently available at four to six so that's quite indicative of what the bookies are thinking they're going to see here there's value here on the tko ko here at three to one four to one on the submission which as i said just now is is a little bit of a possibility 
Um, Shevchenko is favourite to do it in round one. I disagree with that again. I think both these fights get out of round one. Round two is 13 to 2, 17 to 2, round three, 14 to 1, round four, and 18 to 1, round five. Chukagan is 40 or 50 to 1 for all of these rounds. So, again, no real chance given to her. If we're looking at over unders, um, it comfortably gets over 1.5 for me, which is why that's available at 1 to 5. And uh, the over 2.5 in this one is available at two to five so i think as well this one will be able to get over that marker as well i think for both of these fights they do get over the over 2.5 marks so again that one could be an interesting parlay as opposed rather than pairing the two together because you're not going to get too much of a return going for a one to four and a one to ten and um i think this may damage interest in the cards because although not everybody looks at betting odds and formulates their opinion based on that i don't know even people that that are um that are ex-fighters and, and making their predictions on youtube because i do a fair amount of research before i make my ufc picks especially before i give anything out to clients and, and watch a lot of other expert opinions and i always find that the best kind of stuff and analysis often comes when i'm doing soccer you look at ex-players or ex-nfl players in the nfl or, or especially ex-fighters have a good take on fights but here just nobody is really giving them a chance and that may damage uh, how this does in terms of uh, pay-per-view revenue and um, and maybe even general interest because i was even on the fence about doing a fight show particularly for this one today and um decided to do it because of the lure of john jones and that really is the appeal here on this card despite the fact that we do have a relatively decent undercard if we look down it um we do have a really good fight here between um latifi and Derek lewis which i'm quite looking forward to and um Bektich as well against uh, Dan Ink. Be Bektich, Bektich was supposed to be so much better than he's turned out to be. Um, I'm wondering if that's down to the fact that he was overrated or whether it was just down to injuries. I'm not too sure what the situation with Bektich is. It makes him very difficult to, to bet here. So um, I think that particular fight may be a stay away even for clients. But as I said, this is a decent card. It's going to be a decent show. And um, again, anytime you have Valentina Shevchenko and especially John Jones there will be interest to it but as I said without John Jones on this card it does end up being a, a non-pay-per-view card so he is the big draw and um, for me it just depends on what Dominic Reyes can bring to the table if I was to offer up the lock here I would be going for the the over 2.5 rounds here at 8 to 11 um, I think when John Jones is going to do his usual thing of having a look at somebody here for the entire first round and you really only need to have your guy survive for the seven and a half minutes i think it does obviously represent decent value so if i was looking for a lock here that's where i would go with uh, i'd go for the over 2.5 and possibly looking at um parlaying the two over 2.5s together which will give you eight and eleven and um two to five so some decent value on that if you're looking for a little bit more which you obviously are because you're not going to parlay to give a one to four and one to ten as i already said earlier on so 
That concludes this edition of the Fight Show. At the moment, you have a special EPL show available, which is a combination of the EPL show and my European shows. You are getting my European picks for free this week because of the EPL winter break, but the EPL show will be back to normal next week. Um, obviously, as I already said, if you want my picks here for the rest of the card, my official picks, what I'm going with, make sure you head over to my website, lockbetting.com. At the moment on the Lockbetting Twitter page, at Lockbetting, you can see that there is a PL. There is a PL there for January. So if you head down and look through the tweets, you will see it. It will go straight through to the lockbetting.com site where you'll be able to see that we made nearly a $3,000 profit last month. Um, it's free to have a look at the PL. You can do that every month. You can just monitor me every month and you can play the free plays and you can really, really scout what we do there before you jump on board, even though for 68 months in a row, we have shown a profit since day one when I started that website. We've been profitable and it started 68 months ago. And for 68 months in a row, we have delivered a tracked profit over at lockbetting.com. So that's it for me and this edition of The Fight Show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening, guys. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.